Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Here's Wiggy, Gresh, and Keith on WEEI. Eleven oh three. It's hour two of WEEI Football Sunday with Gresh and Keith and Wiggy here with you. Normally, we would uh, have a chat with our friend Tommy Curran, but Tommy is uh, like most got the bye week yeah. off bye week mm. uh he is uh sponsored by dr matthew lapresti at leonard hair transplant associates the hair doctor of tommy curran by awaken 180 weight loss become your own success story by dropping the weight holding you back it starts with just one call to awaken 180 and by unified office where they help businesses maximize every incoming call at unifiedoffice.com. all right let's look at the afc east because rich keeve at the beginning of the year you thought that there was a chance that everyone in the AFC West would win somewhere between 12 and 14 games. They would all go undefeated. Is that now the uh, AFC East? Will there be three teams that find a way to get into double-digit wins in this AFC East? It certainly looks that way. Now, the one that I'm not sold on is the Jets. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, I'm just not because Tua, to me, with the Dolphins, is at least in that realm of the... He's not great still. I know he's putting up good numbers, mm-hmm. but maybe you can win enough with him, like the right. Jimmy Garoppolo, Jared Goff that we saw the last couple of years. Zach Wilson, to me, still, we saw it firsthand. And then I know the next week they go out there and they beat the Bills. But I just think there's going to be too many giveaways. Like, there's going to be too many boneheaded plays with Zach Wilson. If you have the lead like against the Jets, you feel good because Wilson's yeah. got to throw. Yeah, because don't you feel like they're going into the year, you're like, if you're just ranking the quarterbacks in the division, Josh mm-hmm. Allen was so far out in front right. of everybody. Mm-hmm. And then those other three guys were kind of like, all right, who's going to have the good year? Who is in the right situation? Right. So Tua has sort of emerged as that second guy. I don't know. I'm, I'm just not convinced on Zach Wilson. They're six and three. Right. And so they, they have an inside track at one of these playoff spots, but... I feel like they're still going to kind of well, jets it up and fall well, we, apart. You know, we, we, we obviously talk to Boomer every Monday on the yeah. Greg Hill Show, and he basically, and I kind of agree with him, the Patriots and the Jets are identical. They're very, uh, similar, right? They wanted to run the football. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they yeah. want to play. They, if their team is about defense. Yep. Right? They, then they wanted to run it, and then you have two quarterbacks that kind of really, you know, I don't think uh, Mac Jones makes as many boneheaded plays as – Zach Wilson, right? But I still think that at least this year he was kind of making a bunch of dumb mistakes. Zach Wilson, besides really the Patriots game, he was basically like not making any mistakes. He went, he wasn't doing a lot, but right. he wasn't making those boneheads. Yeah, get less picks than Mac does, right? Yeah. So I think you're, those guys are similar in the sense that 
if you get up on them, you feel pretty good. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. They're going to have to win on defense. And like we talked about it last week or two weeks ago, we're going to talk about it again this week as they right. play them on Sunday. It's going to be one of those things where their defense is going to try to take advantage and whichever quarterback can hold on to the ball, and I they think probably we, end up. Yeah. And I think we said that during the jet, there in that weekend when yeah. we, we picked that game was like, all right, this game is going to be won or lost because one of these two quarterbacks is going to make a couple dumb decisions that's going to affect the team. Right. And clearly it was Zach Wilson. It seems like the Patriots were able to do that to him mm-hmm. not only this year, but they did it to him last year where he threw four interceptions. Right, Man, right. if you look at some of the uh, wins that the Jets have this year, like when they beat the Browns and they came back because mm-hmm. Nick Chubb couldn't fall down in bounds. That was Joe Flacco throwing four touchdown passes and mm-hmm. leading them back from the uh, from the dead mm-hmm. against the Steelers. They won twenty four twenty. Wilson threw two picks in that game. Mm-hmm. Then they beat the Dolphins, and that was a weird game because it was close going into the fourth quarter, and then in the fourth quarter it just all came crumbling down. I think that was a Skylar Thompson game as well, if I'm yes. not mistaken. Yep. Uh, and then the Jets beat Green Bay. They went to Green Bay. They and, won in Lambeau, which, yep. yeah. I well, mean, which still. normally we would say, no. boy, that's a big deal. But this year, Well, the Patriots Green, Green lost Bay to Green Bay, Bay right. and we Aren't were giving the Jet- them points. Right. And we were like, hey, they made it close. And, See, and so Green Bay stinks, but the Jet- that's normally a game the Jets would have lost. Right. right. Like previous Jets seasons. And I don't really knock the Jets on their schedule and who they played. Yeah. Because I feel like that's you. We, you no, could do, they are very similar. You could do that with every team, right? We just talked about it. When you look at the Jets and you you look at where the Jets are and where mm-hmm. the Patriots are, I think they're identical in the sense like their quarterbacks are huge question marks. And I get that. Right? And I know. I know. I got you. But they have a but signature win, though. Right. Well, they, they do. Have a, they did beat yes. Buffalo. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And they have that signature win, right? If you, you know, in the college world. Yeah, if, sports, you're, if you're doing BCS you're doing, right. Yeah, if you're doing yeah. the college world like that, yeah. you they know, went a quality up 10 win. spots. Yeah. All right, but so here, so the Jets are obviously at the bye. Yeah. Here is the schedule the rest of the way for them. They come here to play New England. Right. Then they play the Bears. Then the Jets are at the Vikings. Next week after that, they're at the Bills. Mm -hmm. Then they get the Lions. And then short week against Jacksonville. Mm -hmm. And then they play at Seattle January 1st. Mm. And then at Miami to end the year. Could be a play-in, potentially. Uh, I mean, so the fact they're already at six wins, they might get to ten. Yeah. Do you yeah. think they when get you look at that schedule? Yeah. They beat the Jags and the Lions, you would figure, right? Jags, Lions, Bears. I mean, right. There's three. And then you know, Patriots is going to be a close game. Right. Even with the way the Bears are just trending in- up. Yeah, no, the Bears are definitely trending up. But, I mean, I, I think that one's going to be pretty close. And that one's a home game for the Jets, too. Well, you look at, like, you can go there and, and see, that's the thing. When you when I think about the Jets, I think about the Patriots. Those two teams yeah. on where they're at, yeah. they're, they're like some of these teams that are competing for that fifth, sixth, and seventh seed. Every game that you go through, you can go, oh, they can win that, mm-hmm. but they can lose that. Oh yeah, I mean that's the thing with most of the teams in the league. Right. Now. So when <laughs> yeah, you yeah. when you look at the Jets schedule, you yeah. think that all right, the Patriots should beat them, but that's a game that the the Jets could uh-huh. win. Same with Chicago. The only games on those schedule I look at and go, okay. They're probably going to be the underdog is at Minnesota and at Buffalo, probably at Seattle and at the Dolphins. Right. But don't you think that they could win those games? 
Yeah, and do you think uh, do you think nine wins gets you in in the AFC, or do you think you have to get to ten? No, I think nine nine, might. nine yeah. turns into a tie tiebreaker well, right, yeah. city though. Like all those. Well, that's why, and I'm going to segue again, nine here to, wins, and they yeah, go ahead. Well, I was going to segue to Miami because the one thing about Miami is uh, they did lose to Minnesota. Now mm-hmm. they do have two AFC losses on the schedule, but they beat New England. Now I know they got one more, but they beat Baltimore. Maybe Buffalo already did Miami. Mm-hmm. Like Miami went three and zero, and then they lost three in a row, and now they've won three in a row. And today they're and look, uh, against much, the Browns. As right. much as I wasn't a believer going in, and I still wouldn't put them up there in the top ten. They win when Tua's out there. Right. You know, you look at those losses. It's the game Tua got hurt, and then there was. Remember, he went back in. He shouldn't mm-hmm. have gone back in. The whole thing, and then you got T- Teddy Bridgewater. You get Skylar Thompson. Right. And you know those happen to be good teams too in Cincinnati, Minnesota, and the Jets that they lost to. But all their other games, including a win over Buffalo and a win over Baltimore, yep. I mean those were those were games with with Tua. So they got Cleveland today. We all expect them to beat Cleveland. Then they have their bye week. Yep. Right. They, I, I have more confidence in Miami making the playoffs than I do the Jets. And the reason why I, I would agree with you, and the yeah. reason why I think I have more confidence in Miami is because Miami, just like in the Baltimore game, they're so explosive on offense. They're never really out of a game, right? Yeah. So like, oh if, yeah, if their two, receiver Tyree Kill. Like, well, yeah, it depends on what quarterback is in. Well, no, I'm saying with Tua. Tua with because, Tua, they've oh, been. Oh, with Tua. Yeah, because agreed. Not, because after Tua, it's Teddy Bridgewater and Skylar Thompson. No, but so isn't Tua's that, playing great. Like, Tyreek Hill is having a better year with Tua than he did with Patrick Mahomes. And all, it's it, now we'll see if he keeps it up the rest mm-hmm. of the way. Sure, but like what he's on pace for this year? Well, that's because a two thousand yard receiving season. That's because there's no Travis Kelsey. He's well, the, fine, but still, no, I no, 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 I'm not knocking yeah, that. Yeah, I'm yeah. just saying he is now. He had to the, share the ball a little more yes, in Kansas City. But, right now, they could sort of pound it to him. But Waddle has also put up numbers because some, some of the things like you see Tyree Kill do, it's. In spite of Tua's ability, it's just like Tua throws the ball up and then Tyreek Hill just goes up amongst two oh, defenders. there's definitely the underthrown ball and all that stuff, but I'm just saying, you know, if, if, for people who thought maybe Patrick Mahomes, like, oh, he kind of made Tyreek Hill. Oh, it's like, oh, Tyreek Hill yeah. stands alone. Yeah, I like, don't know whoever is, thought that ridiculous. is out of their mind. I think what, when you look at Tua, he is doing what they're asking him to do um, in that offense, and he has yeah. those skill. Like, see, that's the thing with Miami. Miami is so explosive on offense that there's really not. Uh, uh, when I look at them, other than the the you know, I know they beat the Bills, but other than the Bills, Kansas City, there's no team that I look at and go, oh, they might be down by 14 points and can't come back from. Yeah, no, they're uh, like if yeah, that game against Baltimore when they were going crazy right. up and down the field. If so. you're the, if you're the Jets and you're the Patriots and you're down by 14. Don't you kind of feel like yeah, that's pack it? it in. <laughs> it's right. over. Yeah, yeah. And, and no, Miami yet, can get you. And yet, the team that has done the best job against the Dolphins has been the Pittsburgh Steelers this year, followed by New England in mm-hmm. terms of slowing them down. Oh, yeah. offensively. Uh, you mentioned that the uh, that the Dolphins will play Cleveland today, so that should be win number seven. Mm-hmm. Then a bye week, and then here's the rest of the way for them. They got Houston. That should be a layup. Mm-hmm. Then they're at San Francisco, which is you can never. You, what knows? version of yeah. San Francisco you are you going to get? On, right on Frisco. Yeah. Well, and there's the whole tie in there with Mike McDaniel mm-hmm. and all that. Then it's at the Chargers. Same thing with the Chargers. I mean, I know the injuries are kind of hurting mm-hmm. the Chargers in that one, but you know it's still 
you're you're playing against them and who the hell knows what they can do. Well, it feels like it's it's the whole three straight road games here, but San Francisco and L.A., that way Miami probably does what New England does and yeah, stay out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, then it's at Buffalo, and then they're home for Green Bay on Christmas Day, mm-hmm. and then it's at New England here on January 1st, and then against the Jets on January 8th. Mm-hmm. So There's both, 10 wins there. Don't you you right. would think uh, so. Yeah. You would think with Houston and Green Bay, right. if they beat Cleveland, Houston, Green Bay, you're at nine. Yeah. And then between New England, the Jets, and the Chargers, you're, they wouldn't one you're of those probably going to be favored yeah. in oh, one yeah, of those. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Would think. And so I think now that you start to go go through this, they're probably going to get to ten. Yeah, and you might need to get to ten to even be in the conversation of one of those fifth, sixth, and seven seats. Yeah, uh, because then you have to because you because you have to look at so you got to look at the Chargers, Cincinnati. Because right now the Jets and the Dolphins are the top two wildcard teams. Right. And the Chargers are the third wildcard team. And they're five and three. So I could see between the Chargers, Patriots, Bengals. There's going to be a group of teams at I think nine one team that are nine fighting for in. one spot. But, yeah. but if you if you look at the Jets, right? Yeah. I mean, excuse me, Miami. Yep. We think they get to ten wins. Yeah. So they'll probably hog up one of those. They'll, they'll yeah, hog yeah, up. Yeah, for sure. So now you look at... Can the Jets get to ten? Can based on their remaining schedule, can the Chargers? There are five wins. Mm-hmm. Can they get to ten? And can Cincinnati and the Patriots? Which one of those teams has the best chance of based on their schedule to go? Oh, they can get to ten wins. And if they do, now you have to look at and go. Maybe nine does put you. Yeah. In, but maybe ten. It might be ten. I don't know. I mean, I got to look at the uh, the Cincinnati. No, it's, it's gonna be it's gonna be pretty close. And I think if you're the if you're still holding out hope for the Patriots, I mean, it's right there in front of them. You know, you beat the Jets coming out of the bye week. Boom! You, you now have the same record as the Jets, they and can, then you go from there. You can, can knock them down in, a peg. Yeah. yeah, I mean that's that's your. That's I think the hope. maybe ten in terms of the seven seed. Ten might make you safe, but nine. There's going to be a bunch yeah. of teams in there at nine. Now, quickly for the Bills, the biggest thing we don't know is. Is Josh Allen's elbow going to hold up? Is he going to be the same Josh Allen? But in terms of a schedule, they get Minnesota today. uh, And then the next two weeks, talk about catching a break in a short week. Yeah, they'll uh, the the Bills, excuse me, will play the Vikings. Mm -hmm. Then they play the Browns next weekend. And then they get the Lions on Thanksgiving Day. Uh, If you're going to play a short week, that's the that's the team to play, uh, and then they get New England on the next Thursday night after that, and then it's Jets Dolphins come to Buffalo at the Bears at the Bengals home for the Patriots. So as long as Allen's elbow doesn't mm. fall off, yeah, they still should win the division. Should win the division, and then with them, it's keeping tabs on Kansas City with only one bye per conference. It's probably going to be either them or Kansas City. Well, and having and that head-to-head head head win right. yep. is massive and for Buffalo. But they got to keep winning, though, mm-hmm. because and Kansas City is going to keep winning. And then the thing you look at, and we kind of went through, I was going through their schedules, just Cincinnati looks like they have the hottest road to get to nine or ten wins. When you look oh, okay. at their remaining schedule. Yep. They got some teams. Yeah, they definitely have some teams. When Then when you look at the Chargers' remaining schedule, you could probably see them getting to nine wins. So if you're the Patriots, you got to be looking at, all right, Cincinnati, 
the Chargers, right? We obviously talked yeah. about the yeah, Jets. Yeah. And Cincinnati, Chargers, Jets. Those are the three teams that I think in the AFC. And they play you Cincinnati keep an and they on. play the Jets again. That's right. So you've, yeah. you've got a couple of head-to-head. So you do have a you do have head-to-head there. And this uh, this is the most fascinating. Now, again, it's all average teams. I was going to say, even like, if you get seventh grade, you get to go play Buffalo or Kansas City, you get waxed, and you're like, hey, I made the playoffs. Right, so. exactly. Right. Cincinnati has a haul when yeah. you look at their well, schedule. Well, first-place schedule, that was my big Woo! thing with them is that yep. they were going to have some attrition because they were going to play – the. Last year's schedule, if you look at it, mm-hmm. there were uh, winning close games. Oh, Buffalo, excuse me, Tampa just tried a quarterback throwback to Brady that just got picked. Stop no, that. you don't do that. <laughs> that's, a, that's, a, that's a play you don't run. That's a Matt Patricia play call right Josh there. Josh McDaniels did that, remember? He and everyone's like, what that. the hell are you doing? And then Mike Vrabel, they did it against Tennessee, and then right. Mike Vrabel ran it to Marcus Mariota, and in the post game, he's like, yeah, we wanted to see if our quarterback could do it. Yeah, don't do it with Brady. Yeah. Like Brady Don't should... ever do that. Yes. That's no. the worst play yeah, call with Brady. The, yeah, that's the I don't know if I do even with Lamar Jackson, trying yeah, to put him out there to like catch the best it. play then... anyway. No, I mean, it's the slowest guy on the field. Let's get it back to him. It's a cool play off the reverse and then you, the quarterback leaks out and you throw it, but your quarterback's got to be a, a no, good No, in like open field like that? Yeah, like no. it's it's not like you're in the end zone like no. the Philly special. Like that's just, oh, oh, go ahead Brady, pick up some ground. Like there's nothing there. Here we go. There's a trip and Brady, yeah. oh, Brady fell down. Deck. Oh, he almost got his, all. He almost got his junk stepped yeah. on. He yeah. fell down. Stop that. That's just God the picks it off. Then he trips him with his feet. That's trying to be too cute. Yeah, That's all that is. Too, you're up 14-3. What's, right. the, what's the point? Yeah, of that? trying to be, kick the field goal. Go up. Be up two touchdowns on the road. Uh, so we did steal a little bit of eighth and thunder, but here he is ready to trend. The Greg Hill Show, weekdays 6 to 10. Now, here's what's trending on WEEI. Trending now, brought to you by the VA New England Healthcare System. Are you a veteran? VA New England Healthcare provides state of the art healthcare benefits to those who served our country. Call 844 VA Cares and learn more about the benefits you earned and deserve. Call 844 VA Cares. As the guys mentioned, week 10 of the NFL underway with the Seahawks and Bucks in Germany right now playing as the Buccaneers just turned the ball over with a crazy pass to Tom Brady. The Buccaneers do currently lead 14-3, though, late in the third quarter. Patriots off for the week with their bye. They will be back in action next week against the New York Jets right here in Foxborough. And make sure to stick around after this show as you will be able to listen to that Bills and Vikings game set for 1 o'clock that Wiggy, Gresh, and Keith mentioned earlier. In college football, the Boston College Eagles came away with a massive 21-20 upset victory over the number 17 NC State Wolf Pack. The UMass Minutemen falling to the Arkansas State Red Wolves 35-33 in a near comeback effort. And then a big shout-out to the Holy Cross Crusaders as they have reached 10-0 on the season now after a 36-29 victory over the Bryan Bulldogs. Your Boston Celtics came away with another W yesterday, 117-108 to over the Detroit Pistons. Jason Tatum leading the way with a big game, 43 points, 10 rebounds, and 3 assists. And then the Bruins continuing on with their dominance this season with a 3-1 victory over the Buffalo Sabres, putting the team at a league-best 13-2 on the season. I'm Ethan Hersadulu, and that's what's trending here at WEEI and WEEI.com. We'll get back to talking about the Patriots and just how good is this defense and inactives at 1130 all next on WEEI Football Sunday. 
Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. So Tom Brady, bad knee, out there trying to catch a quarterback throwback. Tampa up 14-3, late third quarter in Munich, Germany. There's a lot of bad play calls out there, but that's the worst one. It's the worst one. It makes zero sense to throw a pass to Tom Brady. It made no sense when he was 35, 40, 45. Even 25. Doesn't matter. You might catch him off guard. Like, stop it. Don't, Don't run that again. And he fell down. I feel like... Every time Brady is uh, either he either trips himself or just drops the pass or right. that one was picked off like he's horrible. always stumbling. Yeah, that's not his thing. Just drops to the ground. Greatest quarterback of all time. One of the worst receivers. I think because they we did it back in two thousand and one and it worked pretty well. Right. And then it was like, oh, okay, yeah, you run know. that one again. And they don't. usually think, ah, no one's gonna pay Brady any mind, or those quarterbacks that are so slow. That's right. what it well, is. Yeah, you're like, yeah, no one's gonna pay any mind. And then, oh, it's all of a sudden. But no, it's just why waste your time? It makes Awful. no. It's like the teams that, you know, you're sitting there, and it's fourth and short, mm-hmm. and you go, all right, we're gonna try a fake punt. When you just go, why not just keep your offense out there? <laughs> Like, I don't Terrible. get it. Like, keep your offense something that's used to doing it. Right. You know, or it's fourth and short, and you go, all right, we're going to go wildcat. No, give it mm-hmm. to your It makes mm-hmm. no sense. Teams, they, they try to outsmart themselves. He's like Ezel out there from Friday. Brady, yeah. my neck. Yeah. My back. It's like you took. My neck and my back. Stop, just trying to, down. stop trying to outsmart yourself. Just mm-hmm. stick to your program. Uh, I know we're going to get into the uh, Patriots defense, but we've got to unpack what's going on with the uh, Seahawks, and I guess. They're going to extend a uh, contract offer to 
Geno Smith to maybe be their quarterback next year. We'll uh, we'll get to that in the uh, state of the NFL coming up at noon. But let's talk about one of the good things for the Patriots this year, and that is their defense has been pretty, pretty, pretty good. Um, what has been the most impressive part of what the defense has done so far? To me, it's Matt Judon. Sort of, he had those last four or five games uh, a season ago where he kind of disappeared, and he even talked to us on Gresham Keefe about how that was his goal this year was to finish strong. Yep. So we're not there yet. We haven't had an opportunity to see it. But through the first nine weeks, he is as good of a pass rusher as there is in the league, and it just makes everybody else better. Jalen Mills and Jack Jones and those guys don't have to cover as long. You know, the, it, it makes the other defensive linemen better because you have to put so much attention on Judon. He's just been uh, uh, absolute force. So I would say he's what stands out to me. Yeah, I would completely agree with that. I, I think when you and then he opens up the door for other guys too. Mm-hmm. And, but he's playing on another level. He he's playing elite status level. Yeah. Oh yeah. And, you know, and when you can get a guy to do that, then it makes things so much easier if the other guy can then like Diedrich Wise is having a great year, mm-hmm. makes things easier for him and then the other guys that come in whether it's Uche or it's uh Anthony Jennings like to go out there and then take advantage of all the attention that Judon gets with the you know with the one on ones, and then do a good job of scheming it up defensively where Judon can't get doubled. Like that's the other thing you got to do a good job, and they're doing that where you scheme it up where he can't get doubled. Mm-hmm. And I think that's something that you saw with uh, him. I think even in the Colts game, like some of those sacks that he had were one on ones. Yeah, because you can scheme it up where you can't double him. Um, I mean, and, he could have a 20-sack season. Yes. You know, he's got 11 and a half right now through nine games. So if he stays healthy, and I mean, he's just, he's been a, he's been a force. And the other thing he's doing a great job of, if you really look at it, he's playing the run. Because mm-hmm. you look at where, if you compare him to the rest of the guys that have those, you know, lead the league in sacks, and then you look at their total tackles, their tackles for losses. Yeah. I think he's second in the league in, in the sense of uh, uh, guys who are, Elite pass rushes when mm-hmm. it comes to tackles for losses. Yeah, you got and, a bunch. Yeah, yep. so so those are the other elements of it. It's just not a one-dimensional player who's just, okay, he can only rush the passer, and then the team goes, you know how we kind of isolate him a little bit? We run at him. Mm-hmm. So he's doing everything at an extremely high level. Right now, he's the clear favorite for Defensive Player of the Year. Well, I think that's where it kind of all starts is the whole up front, and it's more than just, as you mentioned, this guy Judon going out there and rushing the quarterback and things like that. Part of the reason they can get him one-on-one is because they're getting teams into third and long, mm-hmm. which means you're winning on the early downs. I mean, they're the antithesis of what's going on on offense. On offense, they go backwards on first down. On defense, they are keeping teams either to 10, you know, holding them to second and 10 or getting some negative plays on first down. And it's a big part of the reason why the pass rushers have been able to eat. Uh, for me, it's the secondary because it was supposed to be doom and gloom that they didn't have the one guy. Mm-hmm. And as a group, mm-hmm. they – and here's what I've started to wonder. Does this – now, again, Bill Belichick, if there's one thing he's been able to do in the draft that is inarguable, 
he can pick corners. He hasn't hit on all of them. Second round, he can't. But, yes, but he sucks. In the second but round, they find, undrafted guys. Yeah, undrafted but they late find guys. corners. Well, not necessarily. I mean, again, Jack Jones is a middle round guy round. who yeah. has come in and you know, yeah, like Jason Cyrus Jackson Jones, is forgotten. Ross Dowling, oh. Terrence oh, Wheatley. I mean, the list is the, longer uh, in the second oh, round. Again, there and and again, when you're drafted as long as Bill, there are going to be those misses there. And you know, when you look at the corners that are taken in the top ten that are whiffs. I mean, it's a position where it can very much be boom or bust. Mm-hmm. But the secondary was supposed to be a problem, mm-hmm. and the secondary isn't a problem. No, well, that's because and of what match you don't help. Well, <laughs> but does this further embolden Bill Belichick? Because it's really been since COVID that uh, see to me, I think the COVID year and even a little bit last year, that's where the defense kind of went through the change to what they've become this season, and the coaching staff didn't change. They did add some guys on the back end. But overall, it's been a lot of the names that mm-hmm. we've been accustomed to the past couple of years. And does this further embolden Bill to be like, you know what? I'll I'll shop for six corners, and when two work out, we're still going to be okay? Or does he eventually go back and look at, I always had a stud. Mm-hmm. I got to go get one. And so is it reflective of well, his? Is it a philosophy yeah, with yeah. him that is gonna that other teams will adopt in the league, or does Bill kind of see the the issues and be like, nah? Well, it if, only, if Jones isn't going to develop one, maybe I got to go find one. Well, when you don't have the stud, it like see. Here is the thing: you can get away with not having a stud. When you got guys that can get after the quarterback, mm-hmm. you think about that, right? So, what was the biggest problem for the Patriots? It seemed like for the past five or six years, it was their inability to get to the quarterback on a consistent basis. And it really didn't mean much about the sacks, but it was more about the pressures. No more- pressure, right? Now, so you had to have a stud like a Stephon Gilmore who could lock that guys down, mm-hmm. knowing that all right, we might not get a lot of pressure, so we have to lock guys down. You're in a position now where you're able to create problems up front. You don't have to have guys on the back end that are as good because the quarterbacks don't have as much time, right? But if they weren't getting the time, what would some of these guys really look like if they didn't have the Judon playing the way he's playing and now they have to cover for a lot longer? Because the other part of it is, and not their fault, it's the way the schedule was uh, was put out there. They don't come up with the schedule. The last five quarterbacks they have faced, Jared Goff, Jacoby Brissett, Justin Fields, Zach Wilson, Sam Ellinger. Right. I think a lot of defenses and a lot of secondaries are going to look pretty good. And what you notice is like their one kryptonite seems to be the running quarterback, right? Their two worst games are Lamar Jackson and Justin Fields. Mm -hmm. They have Josh Allen, and we don't know what version of Josh Allen that is left in the schedule. And Kyler Murray, who's also hurt. That's another moving quarterback. The rest of the guys they have aren't, but you have some better passing offenses going forward. They'll have a real test against you know Kirk Cousins in Minnesota or Joe Burrow in Cincinnati. Um, But yeah, they because Bill Belichick for years has been able to kind of Take that bad quarterback and make them look even worse. Yeah. Right, and they've really done that this year. Like that's what I think they've kind of really feasted on some of those guys. Whether it's Mitch Trubisky and you know the second week of the season, or some of those guys that we just named, they've they've taken. But care we of also saw when they didn't have pressure that some of those yeah. bad quarterbacks would go out there and throw for three hundred yards, and you'd be like, whether it was a, uh, the Davis Mills or there was a couple years ago. Oh yeah, yeah a couple yeah. years ago, I can't remember. 
He might not be bad. <laughs> no, no, no. But we've seen this, like, uh, you know, whether it was if, uh, uh, Matt Flynn from... Oh, yeah, I was like 10, yeah. uh, like 15 years right, ago. But yeah, it, Flynn had a big game against but him. If Chad Henney's had a big game if against you him. Look but, at, but those were still usually in wins. Right, but if you, but I'm just saying, if you look at when they don't get pressure, sometimes you're like, oh, yeah. my God, what the hell is this quarterback's throwing for 300 mm-hmm. yards? Well, mm-hmm. are there corners in the league that can cover for six seconds anymore? No, like, no, no. Like, no. supposedly, no, and again, rarity. I go, I always go back to L.A. because Jalen Ramsey was barking at the offense. Jalen Ramsey's supposed to be great, yet in the postseason, yeah. he got he got, he got torched yeah. a few times. I think Patrick Sertain with uh, Denver might be one of the few guys that you're like, he can lock down a guy, right, shut he's down pretty a guy. Right, he can lock but down it's and, not, nah. not many. Well, and, and that's the thing that I wonder from the Belichick end, just in terms of, see, I think what we're about to see, and, and, and Keith and I have talked about this and Wiggs, we haven't gotten into it as much with you, in that... To me, the skill positions are going to get suppressed a little bit in terms of teams will be like, I'll draft them two through four because there's so many. Like, there's so many wide receivers now. Mm-hmm. There's so many corner. Like, the the athleticism at that position, it felt, it feels like it is really about to hit like a bumper crop in terms of these guys that are coming out of college football. But I think it's more about, okay, how many of those guys two through four and I would say two's kind of like, and, and that's still pretty high, though. Like, if you're a two, aren't you? Expect- a lot of times for a second-round pick, depending on who, like, with Duggar, they got him in there, but they developed him, but he still played right away. So I feel no, I, where you might be going with it. Right, so I, I, I like... second-round guy could play 40% of the snaps and still be a good contributor. Like, how many elite receivers or guys that we look at to be elite receivers are third, fourth, fifth, sixth-round picks? Not many. Not many, right? Second so, round, though, there's a bunch. That's my point. Yeah, yeah, so, but yeah, isn't yeah, like yeah. the second yeah. round yeah, yeah, yeah. kind of like more, when you say that the second round is more of the extension of like, okay, we can get really, really elite players in the second round. I think certain drafts, too, when they're really deep. Right. Right. Like when there's really deep at receiver, a lot of teams are like, oh, we'll just wait. The guy's probably a first rounder, but we can wait because there's right. a bunch of them. Right. Well, yeah, yeah. Like Cooper Cup had an MVP type year, third round guy. Yeah. yeah but I think those are. Those are... See, uh, I think that's where we're going as a league, though. See, Second I, and third, there's going to be more of those dudes where teams can talk themselves into but, a, a, not taking a flyer. But I think the Cooper Cup is more of an anomaly where the Jamar Chases, the... Who are you? some of your better wide receivers? Justin Jefferson. Jeff, Justin Jefferson. Even like a DK Metcalf. Like these, He's a second runner. But I, that's what I'm saying. Like, oh. I think the second round – but he's a second rounder because when he came out, yeah. there was all these – was was he in the Hollywood Brown uh, – He was in the Nikhil Harry draft. So Nikhil Harry and Hollywood Brown were first rounders. Right. And then A.J. Brown and Debo Samuel and D.K. Metcalf. Sweet Terry Jesus. McLaurin. Right. Like, all those guys were But if you there. look at some of these other guys that yeah. you saw, you uh, like uh, Chris Olave, the Cedric Wilson kid, like these guys – Garrett Wilson. Gar- excuse me, yeah. Garrett Wilson. Yeah, yeah. These guys are now starting to be like – the elite of the elite, a first, second, mm-hmm. and not as many third. You like, I think other positions. You might be able to say, "All right, we can get a running back." You know, three, four, five, or six. But you're not going to get too many Cooper Cups. Yeah, no, I mean that's yeah, that's right. Hard, that's you know what I mean. Do. So I almost feel like you got to look at at that position, like even Tyquan Thornton, second rounder, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. You don't. Do you potentially wait to third, fourth, fifth, and maybe get – are you really going to get a guy 
Because our expectations for him are, are going to be relatively high moving oh, forward. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. look at no the doubt. numbers just this year. Tyree Kill, fifth-round pick. Well, he yeah, had, he yeah, had some, he had some uh, issues, reasons though. why. Of course. Right, right. Yeah. Uh, but then you had Stephon Diggs. Yeah, um, he was a later pick. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Jalen Waddell, high first-round pick. Yep. Yeah. Kelsey, third uh, third or fourth round for Kelsey. Travis Kelsey yeah. was a third. But a that's a developer. But, but Travis tight end, Kelsey I, but is the, a – but he's fourth in the league in right. receiving yards, But though. the tight end, I feel like you can find that guy who can be elite. We're just st- strictly talking about the wide receivers. I feel like the wide receiver guys, yeah. those elite guys are either first or second round. You're not finding many of these third, fourth. And, and now there's a few of them out there. Well, like, you know, Christian Kirk was a second rounder. Of course, he also he has 574 yards, and he's eighth in the league in receiving yards. Like Mike Evans. You start no, to- Kirk's 15th in receiving yards. Which, uh, he's 15th. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking at just AFC. My bad. Got it. it. When you start to think of some of the, like, the best receivers in the league. Well, Tyler Lockett, Terry McLaren. Yeah, I don't second know. Wait, round. There's some third. There's some third rounders in there. there, there who you got? Who you got? Give me some. Give uh, me. Some. Well, Steph Diggs was what a fifth right. round pick. Yeah, all right, Steph yep. Diggs. Steph, Cooper Cup is Cooper fourth Cup, in the league. Steph Diggs, He's a third Tyree rounder. Kill. Here's what I was. Terry McLaurin. They're all third. AJ Brown was a second rounder. Second right? round. Right? Tyler Lockett. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, Kelsey. All third or later. Yeah. Now give me give me your top wide receivers in the league. The best right now, I think, are Justin Probably. Jefferson, Tyreek Hill, Cooper Cup. Got to go Jamar Hopkins, Chase. He's maybe hurt. Now. Yeah, Chase. Hopkins. Chase, Devontae Adams. It's like 50-50. But I, I still would lean. If if you had to say, okay, I can do. It's a more important position now, though, than it was. Right, and I would agree I, with I that. But I would say, okay, if you had the opportunity to draft a first, waste a, a draft pick on a first-round wide receiver or wait to the third round, I would be in more of the camp of saying, "Give me the first round." Then, well, the yeah, reason, well, especially I, depending on the makeup of your team, right? If you already, if you right. don't have one of these guys, then you, you probably have to bite the bullet. And well, the it. reason I bring it up is, is there enough of a sea change going on that it will keep Bill Belichick from drafting higher when it comes to lines of scrimmage and guys you might not be able to find? Like to me, I think Bill Belichick will still be more intoxicated by a. Pass rusher oh, well, and a guy won't. who, but but that's yeah. a thing. Like it, 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 I wonder. And even though this team needs wide receivers, I don't think there's anybody arguing that. I wouldn't even argue that. I'm just wondering if the strategy is still going to be like they do with corner. We'll draft a bunch. We'll throw darts at the board. We'll kind of see what happens. But I think. It, but if you can get me a. But don't you? Think but it's if they can get different? a franchise left tackle, yeah, that will yeah. all like Bill will no, draft like that, that every time. But, I right, but that's over the, a wide receiver. But that's the problem with Bill. Like, see, I think you can get a franchise left tackle in the third, fourth, fifth, and sixth round. I don't think you can get. Mm. Mm, not a lot of David Bakhtiari's walking I around don't know the about NFL. That. But but if you if you look at some of those guys, like you went and got Cole Strange, you could have got a Cole Strange in the third, fourth, yes. fifth, or sixth round. Yeah, I agree with that. If you're gonna tell me, my my biggest thing is this: if you're here's what I want in the first round. I want an edge rusher. Yep. I want a wide receiver. Shut down corner. I want a lockdown corner. Quarterback. Or I want a quarterback. Yeah. Right? Those are the positions or like a legit defensive But lineman. I also think the he's philosophy- not drafting a lockdown corner in the first round. No, anymore. I know that. But no, he's not. No, he's not. I, I think the philosophy is also different from team to team. So, for example, the uh, Miami Dolphins drafted Jalen Waddle in the first round. Yep. And then they gave up a first round pick for Tyreek Hill because they had Tua. Mm-hmm. And I think they were like, all right, he's pretty limited. But if he has the right guys... 
they're worth it. And a new coach coming in, Whereas, too, that always helps. If they had Dan Marino still, they're probably like, ah, we'll figure it out with the <laughs> second or third round pick, right? Like, I think some of that goes on to, the, like, what you have at as your quarterback. Look at all these teams and, like, what they've done and how they've valued it. Uh, Jalen Hurts, the same way in Philly. They drafted Devontae Smith really high, mm-hmm. and then they traded for A.J. Brown because mm-hmm. they're like, he's not going to make the receivers. It might be the other way around. So each team probably has a different philosophy as it comes to the draft. And, and then, I, then, I, then I really think it depends on, like, when you start to look at – you start to look at – the value that you can get, and I and I was kind of looking. Um, I was trying to find like some year by year draft, like the kid Penesu. He was yeah. like the fourth or fifth. Pick. Yeah, he was up there. But I wanted to see what guys, skilled guys, were potentially around when he was drafted, because I I feel like you know, the the left tackle. Yeah, maybe you can find a couple of those guys, and you know those those guys are elite. And if you can find one that can hold it down. Penny Sewell was drafted ahead of, uh, you want just skill guys? Devontae Smith, Justin Fields, Micah, okay. Micah Parsons. Okay, so would you rather have <laughs> Devontae <laughs> Smith, well, Micah Parsons, yeah. or Justin Fields rather yeah, than yeah. Penny Sewell? Yes, so that's why I, I feel would, like but. you can get, like, I think nowadays the O-linemen, the offensive linemen guys, you can find those guys later on and turn them into franchise players. But sometimes you can't wait for that to happen. But also, don't you think if you have Dante Skarnecki as your coach, maybe you can grab a, little a, different. You can grab a wrestler off the mat and put him in a guard. But if you have Matt Patricia, you're probably like, we should probably get the guy who's already ready to go. There's definitely the makeup of the team. Yeah. There's no question. I think for some coaches, they'll be willing to kind of adapt on the fly, and some will dig in even more. And that's just the interesting thing, again, from the defense in terms of uh, the secondary and how well they played. By the way, Texter says, uh, have you all adjusted the Patriots now to 0-9? So apparently they're... 5-4 and four still. Lost Even the, in the bye week no, there, 5-4. and four. Lost the, uh, the essence of the conversation. Who outside New England is under the microscope today? <laughs> One game in particular, and it's with bad teams. We'll get to that next on WEEI Football Sunday. When it comes to air quality, the bad news is that wildfires and air pollution have really degraded the quality of our air. But the good news is that we are all realizing that the quality of our air, especially our indoor air, is really darn important. In 30 minutes, Puro Air will remove allergens, dust, smoke, and gases from your room. It uses a stronger type of filter called HEPA-14, and it filters pollutants at a microscopic level. Check out everything Puro Air has to offer at GetPuroAir.com. That's G-E-T-P-U-R-O-A-I-R.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. No inactives for the Patriots today as they are off. But we got an update on Josh Allen coming up. 
Of course, the injury report and the inactives are sponsored by the Catches Law Group, New England's construction workers. If you're injured on the job, Catches has your back at catcheslaw.com. Before we get to one of the more interesting games of the day, Keith, what do we got on Josh Allen? Yeah, this is an odd one. So Adam Schefter uh, tweeting out a moment ago that Josh Allen is active but was not spotted on the field during pregame warm-ups. Hmm. And we had uh, the ESPN countdown on in here, and they were showing Case Keenum throwing the ball around. Now, hmm. he may do that every week, but, yeah, I don't know. Something still stinks with this one. So, Bills-Vikings, 1 o'clock, and obviously both teams already had to submit their active list or inactive list. And so, Josh Allen... Will be there. It's just I, still, I don't think we know what his role is going to be. Well, in hour one, I know that it was mentioned. Oh, Josh Allen won't be the, emer- the and the emergency quarterback doesn't exist anymore. Is there a chance Allen could be active, but the backup? That's so dumb to me. Yeah, that, I, I, I sure there's a chance of anything, I suppose, but that would make zero sense to me. As who's why their third to quarterback? I, I don't, don't know. Isn't it Jake one. Fromm? Oh, no, oh, I think practice squad. No, wasn't it? Isn't it Matt Barkley? And he's not. I'm not active? sure. Was that oh, who it was? My. Or am I thinking of somebody hey, else? I don't know. <laughs> now we already run to the Buffalo Bills. Uh, <laughs> I think roster they, on their here. active roster, I believe it's just Josh Allen and Case Keenum. I don't even think they have another guy on their 50. So you're saying they could be using Josh Allen for a break break, break glass yeah. in case of emergency type of quarterback? I guess, but I think that's so stupid. How does a guy play who doesn't throw a pass during the week? But, like, we've... Well, there's that. (laughs) But there's also, like, we've just seen so many examples of quarterbacks going down, whether it's for a a quarter, a game, whatever. Like, in Miami, remember how strange it was? They're like, Teddy Bridgewater's cleared protocol, but we're not going to play him. And then Skylar Thompson gets hurt, and then Teddy Bridgewater comes in and has a great second half. They might have won the game that he played the whole time. By the way, Teddy Bridgewater out today. (laughs) He's out. But But if... So, Josh Allen... Again, we don't know what they're going to do uh, in another hour from now. But if they start Case Keenum and then he goes down the second possession and then all here's Josh Allen the rest of the game, like apparently he was healthy enough. So I don't I don't get what they're doing. Yeah, I don't I don't either. I'm on the Bills uh, roster page right now. And I don't think they have anybody on the 53. They have uh, Keenum and Allen, and it looks like that's it. Yeah. So maybe there's yeah, yeah. our answer. Hmm. So maybe that's that was the game that. Uh, old McDermott was playing. I guess. Now it's hour just by fingers hour. crossed that Case Keenum makes it through. Right. That... It was the same thing here we were dealing with for those three weeks with Mac Jones. It was, well, maybe he'll dress. It's like, well, if you're going to dress him, play him. Like, don't right. don't have him have to get tossed in there, and then he's he's not 100%. So it's just very strange. So if they had a Brian Hoyer, maybe they would uh, put him in. Well, put, they do. do they have a better version of Hoyer. They have That's, Case Keenum. Well, there you go. Yeah. Uh, on the spot today are the... Las Vegas Raiders at home hosting the three five and one Indianapolis Colts. Is there a chance that Jeff Saturday, in his first ever game as a head coach anywhere other than Madden, and who knows, he probably hasn't even played that, could he put together a game plan and a team to go in and beat the Raiders today? Of course, the Raiders are awful. Yeah, the Raiders got shut out two weeks ago by the Saints. So they're not even like this great squad. Not great a great team. Shut out by the Saints, and then they followed that up by losing to the Jaguars. So yeah, they could absolutely lose to the Colts. These two teams, we do our uh, our tier Tuesday. Like they're right in that same category. They're they they probably well. Depending on the loser of this, maybe they do play themselves into looking at the number one pick overall in the draft. I mean, these these teams are both bad. One team already fired their coach. The other team, 
I know you don't see it all the time, one and done, but I truly believe Josh McDaniels is going to be one and done. Yeah, Josh, uh, Keith's all really? in. Really? Keith's I all yeah, in on one wow. and done. They're I so the, bad. I don't think the owner has enough money to pay him out. <laughs> no, because seriously, like that guy has yeah. been, I mean, he had to beg, borrow, and steal to be able to come up with his part of building that uh, that stadium. I still and think then it's, And then he had to yeah. pay out Gruden, who got caught up in, now Dan Snyder's got to sell his team, and guess was the guy who had to write a check for it? Tommy Boy Davis no, to get rid of a coach. But I, and so that may be the only thing that saves them, which really means they want to move on from them. They're, they're two and six, and they were supposed to be a wild card team, right? Like going into it, you're like, oh, they got Devontae Adams. They went out and uh, was it Chandler Jones? Like they beefed mm-hmm. up the defense a little bit. You're like, oh, this team's going to, like, they're going to be something. They're. Horrible. Like they are, they are, they are a joke this year. Well, the other problem too is, what do you do with Dave Ziegler, who you don't even give him a draft, like, or you give him one because it would have been this past year, and they took two of those picks and flipped it for Devontae Adams. Yeah. Devontae Adams, by the way, who said, "Well, if you're not gonna, if I'm gonna get double teamed and I'm still not gonna get the ball, then what am I doing here?" Wow, it's you like, would rarely be one and done on Josh, huh? Yeah, yeah. See, I, I think that, I think maybe he's like. All right, give me another year. I get my quarterback because I don't think Derek Carr's his guy. So and now you got to start that process. So uh, then that's a whole thing. Right? That's easy. Like you were supposed to have a guy that could already play. Now nah, it's easy for him. Who Mac? Tom. Okay, Tom Brady. I'll give you two for fifty. Tom, come play out here. You got Devontae Adams. You got all these weapons. He's like, yeah, we'll yeah, rebuild yeah. the O line. Mm-hmm. We'll find a defense, but you'll you you'll make our defense less important. I mean, Derek Carr hasn't been very good, but I don't know if he's the only reason they're two and six. No, 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 no. But you know, like a guy, yeah. like a guy who's an offensive guy wants his quarterback. Yeah, of course. You know, and maybe I don't know. Maybe he's thinking like, all or right, maybe he's not a good head coach. One and done, though. Woo. Yeah, it's tough. That, that is what tough. What was he, one and a half and done in Denver? <laughs> Wasn't that what it was? Yeah, but that well, was that, early. Didn't they pay him a ton of money to go well, out to Vegas? And they gave him total control without any, like, I don't think there was a Dave Ziegler in the mm-hmm. building. It was, Josh, you do it, and then he tried to put his guy in. But that was also, what, 34-year-old Josh McDaniels? Yeah, right. 33, 34. Who was jumping around like Sean McVay against Bill Belichick, like, all the time. He went against Bill Belichick. He jumped around like a giddy kid did McDaniels. It's crazy. We've got uh, one hour left on WEEI Football Sunday. The state of the NFL at Week 10. Oh, boy. This is going to be some kind of discussion. And uh, this portion of WEI Football Sunday brought to you by Zudi. Build any app your company needs in a week. Visit Zudi. That's Z-U-D-Y.com for your free trial. State of the League, Week 10 preview, picks all next hour. WEI Football Sunday. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. 
The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.